0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special 50th episode of Fast Charge. We've come a long way over those 50 weeks from a fully kitted out functioning film studio to a selection of bedrooms, kitchens and living rooms across the United Kingdom. Uh, I'm not sure I'd quite call it an upgrade, but still, we're getting through it. (laughs) And you're all there with us, which we appreciate. Uh, I'm your host, Dom. I'm joined this week by Toddy, Somrata and Anirin. Uh, since it is our fiftieth episode, which is an almost a birthday, uh, we are going to have a little special section today. We are going to run through a quiz that Hoddy has prepared. Uh, I, it's on some mixture of sort of f- f- episodes of Fast Charge gone by, and also. A yeah, bit I'll of take fun us news. through the structure I'm not once we get to that sure. that
1: part of the show. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm worried this whole thing has just been set up solely to embarrass me live on air but we'll we'll find out when we get there. Uh, I believe we will be anyway, everyone watching live will be able to join in in that as well once we get to it. Uh in the meantime though there is actual phone news to discuss. Uh there have been two launches this week so we are going to talk about the Honor V40 which may or may not become the Honor View 40 in the rest of the world. Uh and the Motorola Edge S which may or may not become the Moto G100 in the rest of the world. Aren't phone names fun? Uh, okay, let's start with the V40. Uh, this has I, I, I'm glad we're finally able to talk about this, because I think I spent the last few episodes of the show every time saying, next week, yeah. the V40. And Honor just keep delaying this phone. <laughs> <laughs> but finally, last Friday, they actually announced the V40 uh, in, in China. It's so far just a Chinese-only release. They haven't said a word about it coming out internationally. There is a little hint, I think, that they put out a press release uh, that describes it as the View 40. View is the name they give to their V-Line when they launch it in the rest of the world. So the fact that they're already putting out a global press release calling the View 40 kind of tells me they have it in mind to release this phone in the rest of the world. Uh, We were expecting two, maybe even three phones. What we ended up getting was just... One, the V40. There's no V40 Pro or Pro Plus or Lite or anything else. We just have one phone. There may be more models on the way. And, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's, it's the first Honor phone since they were sold by Huawei. But you've got to remember it was developed mostly while they were still owned by Huawei. So it still looks a lot like Honor phones we've had so far. Nothing seems remarkably different. Uh, I'm also going to address one thing right at the top of this section. We do not know if this will have Google services in the rest of the world. Because it's only launched in China, they wouldn't put Google services on it in China anyway, and they haven't said anything else. We can talk about that in a bit more as we go on. But yeah, right now, we still don't know on the Google question. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, this is a pretty solid-looking mid-range phone. You're getting a 120 hertz curved display. You're getting the MediaTek 1000 Plus chipset, which was until a couple of weeks ago. The flagship MediaTek chipset they've since announced more but it is still sort of the the, the flagship MediaTek chipset that's actually on the market uh and then camera wise because that's always a strong suit for Honor and Huawei you've got I want to say a 64 megapixel I already am saying that and I think it's wrong so I'm just checking <laughs> uh no it's a 50 megapixel main camera uh using the Huawei RYYB setup uh, for the sensor array, uh, fifty megapixel main. There's an uh, ultra wide, and um, and then just I think as macro and depth for the other two. So you're not getting any telephoto, which is kind of I guess that first sign that this is not full, full, full flagship. That is also maybe the thing that makes me think, yeah, there's probably still a V40 Pro waiting in the wings that's going to turn up with a with a five times periscope lens thrown onto the back. Uh, but yeah, um, Anira, what do you what do you think of this? I mean, if this came to the West. Do you think it can hold its own?
2: I think, I mean, it can. I think. I think the specs are plenty competitive enough. I think it looks like another solid phone. I think um, it will, if it does, end up coming with the Google mobile services, that will be its big selling point. And there will be people um, who have, like, the last couple of years, while we're on Honor phones. They've just not touched them mm-hmm. because they haven't had Google services, and now they're thinking, "I was just waiting for." like the latest specs, I was waiting for a solid package that I uh, could go out and buy. I think it might be one that uh, makes headlines without actually selling particularly well. Yeah. Um, Whereas like a journalist and other people will talk about it in um, uh, quite a bit of detail, especially if there is the Google services coming to it. But then um, I think a lot of people, even if that is the case, they will kind of be a little bit more cautious in coming back to mm-hmm. why not because we've seen about lots of other Chinese brands, the likes of Jeremy and Realme and Oppo, have kind of filled that Huawei and on a shape holding the, in the Western market. Um So I think it will. And then I think they'll have to do, I think I've mentioned before that they'll have to, they'll have to work on kind of convincing consumers to come back to that brand. Absolutely. But um
0: I mean, let's, not, I, let's I guess... not forget, it's not even just the Google issue, because we saw towards the tail end of when they were a going concern, there was also, because all of the Google stuff came from security concerns, that in itself filtered through to consumers. And you got a lot of people mm. worrying about buying Huawei phones <clears throat> because they were Chinese, because they thought they had links to the Chinese government. People were worried they were going to be spying on them through the phones and stuff like that. And we see that a bit in consumer discussion about other Chinese brands, but none as fiercely as, as Huawei. And so I think it really remains to be seen how much that association still hurts Honor, whether people know Honor is a Huawei brand, or whether it can position itself as just a new entity that doesn't have that negative association. Um, for some people, obviously, for some people, that's not an issue at all. And we, yeah. you know, we obviously are happy with it. But yeah,
3: Uh Sorry, I was just gonna say, I think, um, yeah, I think it will just come down to a matter of, of trust if... We're looking specifically at the Western market for this phone. Yeah, um, I'm sure that it w- would reach some sort of success in in the Asian markets, but um, if if we're looking specifically in the West, I think um, there are plenty of other options um, with similar specs, and also it, it you know it doesn't have the the same processor that a lot of the phones, uh, popular phones now, uh, have that people are used to like you know it doesn't have um a snapdragon processor or yeah uh,
0: it's going to be interesting because if it does come out globally i think i said last week i think this would be the first global release with the mediatek thousand plus or at least one of very few people haven't really pushed those high-end mediatek chipsets in the west there have been a few big phones in china with them but i can't think of any that people have tried to launch in europe and it doesn't obviously i think most people have no idea what chipset is in their phone and don't don't care in the slightest but for the people who do know it it, it yeah. is i think there will be some skepticism about that side of it for sure yeah i mean it comes at an interesting time because just today or yesterday we saw um uh, new sort of uh, global smartphone market data for one of the quarters last year Uh, And it showed that Huawei and Honor combined had for the first time dropped back out of the top five. Mm. Um, Having at one point been number one in the world, um, they'd now dropped out of the top five. Year on year comparison, their shipments had gone down to about a third of what they were for the equivalent period in 2019. So that kind of shows, although they're still okay in China, globally, Mm. this has hurt them really badly. Um, and I know you made the point other other brands have moved into that space it actually from mm. this it looks like Xiaomi is the big one Xiaomi had gone up 30% year on year in terms of units shipped globally so it looked really like there was almost a Oppo had gone up a bit as well but it was almost a perfect just Xiaomi taking Huawei's market share um, yeah I, it's hard to see which way this plays for Honor especially because I think it's very hard to predict how, how many people know Honor is a Huawei thing and how much that will help or hurt them for the people who do know, you know? Does it still have the brand cachet of, oh, Huawei's good, they're like, you know, premium, or does it hurt them because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, well, you know, Huawei's scary, Huawei's going to spy on me, Huawei doesn't have Google, all of that kind of stuff.
2: Um, I think there's also there's also the argument that Honor was, if people do know about Honor being associated with Huawei, they, they've always thought of it as like the more affordable sub-brand. Yeah. As in, it's not the most premium um, hardware that you can get and I think if people do want to like look into like it having a media check chip instead of a Snapdragon people will think maybe um, they would probably want to go for something where they know how it will perform because I think there's maybe one too many variables for consumers <laughs> I think they might be a bit yeah. unsure about uh, like Honor's on first phone in its own right to come with uh, a chip that's relatively untested in the western market anyway um and that yeah like we said that there's lots of and especially around the price i mean, I mean we don't have uk pricing because we're not we don't know if it's going to come to the uk yet but um like around the kind of 400 450 pound mark um there is so much competition at that mid-range price point and then i think we've said we've said in a lot of previous episodes that like Everything gets compared to the Nord at that price point. Yeah, OnePlus Nord. Absolutely. And then um, to be fair, I it's think going to have to. Be... I think this would
0: come in higher than that. Like the direct conversion 50. of the prices puts it around $400, 450 If you just convert from the the Chinese one, but I mean, we always then see those prices be higher than that. So I think mm-hmm. this would, if anything, be a closer comparison to the 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 eight and the eight e in one plus phones, right? You know, I think it's, it would probably hit the West at sort of £550, 600 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um pounds um, One interesting question that just occurred to me is we have no idea if, if it will, if they'll make any attempt at the US. Uh, obviously, it's been a long time since Huawei and Honor made, you know, Huawei never really made a big push into the US. Honor actually did for a bit. You could buy some of the Honor devices, I think. Um, I feel like it might be a while before they even give that a go because it's a lot for them to work on, but. Yeah, there was a, there was an interview um, in the South, Mor- uh, South China Morning Post uh, that just went, went up today with, with George Zhao, the CEO of Honor. And he was talking a lot about how they are, as everyone hoped, using this freedom, the separation from Huawei, to negotiate with chip partners and that kind of thing. And said specifically, they are in talks <laughs> with Google. So they are clearly intending to get back to a place where they can make deals with Qualcomm and they can yeah. make deals with with uh, with Google and with Intel and with all these other chipset and, and component suppliers that had basically been locked off from them um, over the you know gradually over the last year or two. Uh, we just don't know yet when that will kick in when they'll be able to make those deals, how long it will take. I suspect one of the the risks for them is that they can put the V40 out or the V40. And that might be it for a while, because if they had that one in development before with Huawei and they were most of the way through it, maybe it was kind of nearly ready to go. Mm-hmm. But if everything else is a bit further along and now suddenly they're like, OK, well, actually, we can get Qualcomm chips again. So we want to retool it to put the Qualcomm chip in and we, we know we can get Google in. So we want to all of that will just delay things even further. So it could there's some sort of risk, at least that there's now going to be like a three month wait before mm-hmm. they can put any other device out. Uh, If they are going to wait and take the time to make those new deals and then equip their next handset with, with everything in there, obviously at least outside of China, Google is kind of a must. I can't see them bothering to release the view 40 in Europe unless it's got Google, because why would you, if, especially if you know, there's a chance you're going to be able to get Google eventually Just
1: looking at the spec Um, sheet, some of the, the, you know, the fact it's using that Huawei sensor, for example, um, just that. Yes. Even with the you know the changing chip, I just think there's probably too much DNA based on the spec sheet we've seen so far um, to say that it isn't going to be like I can't imagine it's going to have the the play services in there. I just don't see it happening yet. Uh, it was too soon after the break.
0: Um, so yeah. Yeah. I it, it. I almost feel like if they were going to manage it for the V40, we would have heard by now. And that even though it wasn't going to make it into the Chinese version of the phone, I feel like they would have wanted to trumpet it a bit at the launch. And, and there was a lot of speculation that the whole reason it was delayed from December, because everyone was expected to see the phone in December. And part of the thinking was it was delayed for a month because they were talking to Google and trying to get that ready. Mm-hmm. But we just had to, they didn't make a word about Google at the V40 event. So, part of me is a bit skeptical and thinks maybe maybe we should all just write off this one. Except the View 40 is not going to turn up over here in my launch in Russia or somewhere else where they think they can, you know, they still have done all right in the Russian market. I think over the past past year or so. But then maybe it will be the uh, the next mainline phone, which I think would be the Honor 50, um, or would it be the 40? I've lost track of their numbering on the main ones. Um, but yeah, it might be their next sort of non-V flagship that actually gets the proper release.
3: It will be interesting to see in the next uh, few years, especially with like the new precedent and, you know, a renewed um, uh, relationship with China, like if if it's going to encourage Huawei to kind of step back into the picture.
0: Oh, totally. I mean, it will be one of the saddest things in a way if Huawei went and sold honor and then Biden comes in and, and immediately reverses all of it and Huawei are absolutely fine. I mean, obviously, we haven't seen that happen. Biden's done a few executive orders, and absolutely nothing to do with with Huawei or any of that. I would say so,
1: prioritising the human rights of the American immediately been wrong. Fair to, to put those first, I yeah. guess.
0: I'm, I'm not <laughs> yeah. surprised it wasn't top. Yeah, <laughs> but I think we're all kind of expecting to see see them at least soften on <laughs> Huawei. I may, mean, I don't know if they'll entirely walk everything back. I mean, the point everyone's always made, we, I'm sure we made this point before, is that all of this was particularly funny because there's no direct American competitor that wins when Huawei loses, right? Yeah. Um, Which is always a thing. And if there was, I I would think Biden might keep it that way because it would make sense. It'd be hard for him to walk back a change that maybe had really benefited some big American Mm -hmm. company or companies. Mm -hmm. But it hasn't. It's just helped different Chinese companies and then Samsung, a Korean company. uh, And it's hurt American companies like Qualcomm that have lost one of their big trading partners. Yeah. So it's hard to see why
2: he wouldn't walk it back eventually but but we'll see. Um, I would be interested to see assuming like this well, from the looks of it that it shares a lot of its DNA with with uh, Huawei's like the, the, this the V14 in particular shares a lot of its DNA with the Huawei phones. But
3: mm-hmm.
2: I wonder what Honor if Honor's going to make a real concerted effort to make its phones be different or stand out um, because I think yeah, at the moment we like I said, it's kind of the budget or ultra, uh, like a cheaper sub brand, yeah, to Huawei as it has been, um, and that um, it's kind of it, I think it would need some kind of standout feature or to be like, look, we're doing this very differently to how we were well when we were Huawei sub brand, um, but obviously the danger of that is that you're gonna. Do something controversial or newsworthy that then doesn't sell very well because consumers don't want it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things is that, like you said, they've been positioned as partly a cheaper brand. The way they always position it is they're a youth-focused brand, um, but in a way that ends up meaning cheaper because of the you know perspective that young people are less likely to drop a thousand pounds plus mm. on on a flagship. Um, but yeah, they're now suddenly free to to not do that to, to open it up more and and hit more demographics if they want to. Uh, I suspect they're going to be more conservative in that, at least to start and kind of stick to what they know, but I do suspect we'll see designs change a bit more. They've always kind of followed in Huawei's footsteps in design language, um, which has meant lots of glass backed phones with sort of shimmering colors and different Mm -hmm. translucent finishes and, um, and often very similar camera, you know, you, you can usually predict an Honor camera module by by whatever the last Huawei camera module was. Uh, though not in this case, to be fair, actually, the V40 is like a, one of the no- Huawei Nova phones rather than like the last, uh, mate. But yeah, it'll be fun to see what Honor does when it's totally got its own R&D and now it can do its own design language. And we see, right, what does an Honor phone that's really an Honor phone look mm-hmm. like?
2: Yeah.
0: Who knows? Maybe that'll be terrible it'll be absolutely (laughs) awful uh one question for the comments uh, a little while ago alex asked why they call it the view series in the west rather than v suggests maybe it's because lg has the v series or or used to at least Mm. i don't know maybe they've never said as far as i'm aware i think the v is meant to stand for view or maybe not i don't know which way they worked it whether whether it was v and then they backwards out figured view could work because it was kind of camera focused where it was always view but they just went shorter I feel like in, we talk about questionable market. phone
1: names every 3 episodes apart <laughs> So yeah I mean yeah, uh, yeah. unless we get like a hotline direct to any of their kind of marketing teams I don't think we'll ever really know why they decide to change it um, Motorola still confuses me massively with like the same phone with different names I mean, let's... like completely different names not even just V to view in different markets
0: let, let's get to that. Let's. I think we've covered a, covered most of, of this honor stuff. So let's wrap <laughs> on Motorola's name. Wasn't That's an intended cool. transition, <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> I've got some things to say. Uh, yeah. So the, the second launch just from the other day is the Motorola Moto Edge S. Um, if you follow phone news as closely as we do, you may have known for a while that there was a code a, a, a sort of rumored Motorola phone on the way that was codenamed the Neo N I O. Uh, everything we've seen suggests that the NEO is the Edge S. They are the same device. That's not surprising. Codenames, codenames happen, so I'm not I'm not bothered that, uh, that that name has changed. What is interesting is that just hours before the Edge S launch, uh, Evan Blass posted a, a, a leak on Voice where he claimed that the NEO, which was about to be, at that point, announced as the Edge S, would come to the West, but when it comes to the West, it won't be called the Edge S. It will be called the G100. G is Motorola's budget, but 100 is a big theory. number. Uh, yeah, and previously <laughs> they'd done the G7 range, and then the G8 range, and then the G9 range. Then it broke down, and they started just releasing them in the US as G, but G9 everywhere else. We were expecting G10 this year. We are still meant to get G10, but in addition to G10, we're going to get G30 <laughs> and G100. Those will apparently be the same phone line rather than three separate phone lines. This is just instead of doing plus or play or whatever, it's G10, G30, G100. So Evan, blast, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) OMG. Yeah. (laughs) It's an absolute mess. Uh, That's setting aside the fact that it's called Edge S in China, which in itself is irritating. Because Edge is the flagship line they announced uh, last year. There was an Edge and an Edge Plus. They were called Edge specifically because they had curved displays. That's why Motorola called them the Edge and the Edge Plus, because of their curved displays. The Edge S (laughs) has a flat display. So no one knows why it's called Edge, because it's not got a curved screen, and it's not a flagship. (laughs) So I don't know how they decided it should be in the Edge line, and why it would be in the Edge line in China, but not everywhere else. I mean, it's especially because, like I said, G is normally their budget line. It kind of feels like they've just said, well, look, G is the only phone line we have that does well in the western market right mm. they've had others they had the flagship Z or z they had yeah. uh, x i think for a while i, think I don't think c's C around anymore maybe. e is definitely around um e, mm. there e which are the really cheap ones yeah that's right and <laughs> then there's the one line which i think maybe? they've killed which was you know the, the last few years where they've done it like, the one action the one vision and the one zoom and the one macro and each one focused oh. on a different feature it feels to me like they said, well, the phones we sell the most of are the G phones. So let's just make all our phones G phones. <laughs> Which kind of ignores the fact that the reason the G phones sell well is because they all cost around £200 and that's the most successful part mm-hmm. of the market for any manufacturer. Yeah. And it's not because they put G in front of the names. <laughs> like, that wasn't the little like, magic secret that made those phones successful. I mean, maybe they just think it's like something people like, see the G and associate with Samsung Galaxy <laughs> and just go, oh, G, yeah, great.
3: Uh, could it be, you know, similar to to Nord and the the original Nord being like the the premium handset in the Nord range, and then the Nord Ten One Hundred being the, the budget versions, but placing the G One Hundred as that yeah flagship mid range or it, budget range. Mm, yeah,
0: but it's the reverse numbering with hundred being yeah. the expensive one. Which, to be fair, is more normal. No, uh, the OnePlus n- numbering there really confused me when the the bigger the number, the worse the phone. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's what they're going for. It's not a total surprise in a way because they said last December when the Snapdragon 888 was announced, they said they were going to do a G phone with an 8 Series chipset. And everyone at the time took that to mean they were going to use an old, uh, an old 8 Series chipset. So they'd use last year's 865 maybe. in a a new phone, and that would be what made it affordable. In a sense, that's what they've done. The 870, the Edge S is the first phone in the world with the 870. The 870 is a brand new chip. But as we said last week, it's really an 865 that's been overclocked. So it is also, in a sense, a year old chip. And I'm sure it's much, much cheaper than an 888. Um, the actual phone itself, again, it's China only. But once you do the conversions, the prices put it in at the two to three hundred range. How cheap this is still for what is really? effectively
1: only just the sort of yeah. if you want to call the eight seventy an out of date flagship chip. Like you can still buy eight six five pad phones that cost a lot more with similar specs for the most part.
0: I I was yeah mm. I I was expecting it to cost more. I'll just run down like the the headline specs because they oh, are right. to be fair fairly impressive for the price we're talking about here. Android 11, uh, 6 or 8 gig of RAM, 128 or 256 storage, a 6.7 inch screen. It's only LCD, but it's 90 hertz and it's got HDR10 support. Um, 64 megapixel main camera with a 16 megapixel ultra wide and then a depth sensor and a time of flight. And then a dual selfie camera as well. 16 mm-hmm. megapixel and then an 8 megapixel wide angle selfie and a 5000 million power battery. So still a pretty big battery. Uh, charging, not super impressive. 20 watts wide charging, that's kind of pretty like typical now. So I guess that's where they've like skimped, arguably. But all of that for two hundred is solid. Like I said, the way price conversions work is it it won't be two hundred when it launches here. But even that at at three hundred, three hundred and fifty would hold its own. Like we were saying earlier, you an you would have to put it up against the Nord and like, well, mm. I don't know, those specs cheaper than a one plus Nord. Yeah. Suddenly I would think maybe there's something there.
3: Mm-hmm. It'll be really interesting to see if, if they've made improvements in the camera because uh, after reviewing uh, both the G9 Play and the G9 Power, both of which had really atrocious cameras, um, yeah. I'd be really curious to see if they've stepped it up there. Because if, if you are paying a little bit more and they have introduced like more sensors, um, you would think that the cameras would get better. And I think that might also i mean apart from the price which is really attractive like i think people do want good cameras on their phones no matter how much money they're paying
0: yeah that's definitely one area i i mean i i didn't review the edge the actual first Lewis you did know that. last year's edge flagship or, or the razor so i don't know how good their cameras have been on the high-end phones but it, it is i'm with you somewhat, so i think every time i've reviewed one of the like the g phones <laughs> i've always felt the cameras are Kind I mean, of even for the having price. updated our best yeah. Motorola
1: phones chart Ooh. just today and going mm. back through the Edge and the Razer reviews, uh, specifically. Yeah, I did look at the camera stuff there and they are fine in terms of cameras, and that is not, I don't think, yeah. it's a surprise to anyone. Um, I don't know, <laughs> like, the last time Motorola really tried with its cameras maybe was like with the mods and they had that uh Hasselblad mod, mm. yeah, but that's a pretty yeah. out there niche. <laughs> edge case camera experience uh yeah i don't think the cameras on this are going to be particularly groundbreaking but the price performance does seem really really competitive even though it's maybe an uneventful phone for the most part just if it comes in cheap enough that could be enough to make it a worthwhile recommendation at this point in the year
3: yeah yeah
0: I mean, let's be honest, it's a phone no one would be talking about as much as they are if yep. it wasn't the first one with an 870. You know, it's that classic yeah. thing of when you get to be the first phone announced with a with a specific feature or component. It, you know, that's kind of newsworthy in and of itself. And it tells us something about what to expect from other 870 phones. In this case, that maybe they're going to be cheaper than we thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, it's a fairly unremarkable phone. Again, and then I guess the other thing is because the the naming mess and calling it an Edge suddenly puts it in your head as, oh, it's one of their new flagships. And then you look at the specs you say, well, it's not really, is it? I mean, it doesn't seem yeah. the same as the actual Edge phones they put out last year. But I don't know. I mean, now we don't know if we're going to get an Edge 2 and what that will look like. Would that be another proper flagship? I don't know. I mean, is the Edge a proper <laughs>
1: flagship? I'm still not really sure because it's like a 765 based phone, which... In LG's eyes, for example, is flagship. It's kind, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's like the LG Velvet, right? It's in that space mm, where it's yeah. and the Pixel Five. You know, if yeah. you want to call the Pixel Five a flagship, you've yeah. probably got to call the Edge a flagship. Um, but they're in that space that seems to have popped into existence, um, which kind of was always where OnePlus was, but OnePlus was there alone, which was like a budget flagship.
3: And now it's become yeah, its own market yeah.
0: segment, where you kind of now before we always thought of it as budget, mid-range, flagship, and now it feels kind of like there's budget, mid-range, cheap yeah. flagship, flagship, or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. And the actual flagship flagships are now minimum a thousand, mm-hmm. and get silly and start having foldable displays and things like that, or just things like the the S21 Ultra that just you know ludicrous spec or sheets like a and throw everything away. Huawei
1: brand partnership. <laughs>
0: yeah and in the same way you know we've seen plenty of brands start going from like uh, the fun, the pro model and then the pro plus as well uh and it's like well hang on which of these is a flagship are they all flagships because there's like a 500 pound price difference between the regular one and the pro plus but um motorola is not the worst offender there but yeah this looks interesting they've said nothing about a global release but like i said evan Blas says says this is going to come out in the rest of the world just under a different name and, and that would make sense but we've heard nothing from Motorola yet. I guess it stands for to reason this would have been an MWC announcement. Uh, a is it
1: year. standard practice for Motorola to launch yeah. in China before other markets? I feel like it has a bias towards the US market first, more so than China usually.
0: Yeah, that struck me as well. I, I, I've no. not looked at the track, record, but this doesn't feel like a yeah. standard Motorola move to me to do a Chinese launch with no word on the rest of the world. I mean, they are, you know, through their own by Lenovo, and Lenovo is a Chinese company, so it's not crazy that it's happened, but it doesn't no, feel like no, their no. normal rhythm uh, in the way that it is for no. Honor. You know, we talk, Honor's done the same thing, but it's perfectly standard for an Honor phone to get a Chinese launch, and then you wait a month to find out what it's going to be called and
2: mm-hmm. what
0: you'll get in the rest
2: of the world. <laughs> mm. I think there's, I guess, there's historically with Motorola... um, from the last, I don't know, say decade or so, that Motorola's had that strong reputation in this country. That um, it's like I know it was like the G series that has been like for a long time. It was the go-to a budget phone, and so um, being able to bump up those specs a bit to get something that, like I mentioned last week, that will that can be marketed as having a chip that's better, like better than last year's flagship phones. Mm. Um, it it could be a really obviously naming aside. It could be actually a really um, clever move to kind of move into that, like we said, that kind of lower mid range where it's. Um, I think like the like the appetite for buying these high end flagship phones is definitely in the last year, um, not as great as it once was anyway. And I think people are close, yeah. quickly realizing that for two, three, four hundred pounds you can get a really great phone that does everything you want to do even these days has a great camera um so i think yeah if if Motorola puts more focus on the cameras and makes it kind of a complete package in that way that um it could do really well
0: i mean i'm keen to see them spread into a slightly different market segment and spread out a little bit more because you know we've talked about the g series being very popular and being their biggest line and that being in the budget space um and it was the best, you know, there was a point only a few years ago where I remember you would, if someone asked what budget phone to buy, you would point them at the G7 or the G8 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like that shifted and more and more I'd now be saying, oh, look at it, look at a Xiaomi um, or a Realme or maybe an Oppo. And the Motorola ones are fine and they're still selling quite well and i think brand recognition is carrying them through and they've got good carrier deals in the us and the uk and certainly in the us market where there's a lot less competition in that in that price segment but in europe i think they're just suffering from the encroachment of, of better cheaper phones that mean while people are buying them the press like ours are a bit harder on motorola than we used to be because for the same price you can usually get a better phone from someone else mm. And so I guess they maybe see that there's a limit to how long they can keep riding out their brand superiority because as Xiaomi and Oppo get better at making deals with with retailers and, and with networks, they're going to lose out that budget market space. And so they have to carve out some other spot for themselves. And I think the budget space is so aggressive on price that maybe they're better off in mid-range where they can carve that a little bit more space for themselves and when maybe brand recognition might carry them a little bit further mm-hmm. than it does at the moment in budget where
3: yeah.
0: at a, there's a point where people just say well look you know this other one's 20 pounds cheaper and the camera's twice as good and the battery life is better and it charges three times as fast and you kind of say well why would you not buy that one right just because you haven't heard of real me <laughs> mm. Uh, but yeah, so we will keep an eye on the Edge S slash G100. Hopefully it's going to turn up here, and hopefully we'll find out what on earth Motorola is actually planning around its its naming this year. Hopefully this is just a sign they're just scrapping the whole thing and building again <laughs> from the ground up with this new new numbering mm. for G series. Even and then if that's everything the case, that already sounds again, too convoluted
1: nice. for my tastes, but okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, because it's ignoring the fact that oh, they're yeah. still probably going to do an Edge 2 <laughs> and more razor phones and... I'm already, you know, you just know there's going to be a G30 play and, and a yeah. G100 plus, and I, you will have no way of knowing which one is better. Oh, I'm getting angry and it hasn't even happened yet. Let's move on to happier things. Uh, the 50th anniversary, sort of, of Fast Charge. 50 weeks, not 50 years, but uh, we are we are still here, still going strong. It's kind of funny doing a 50 celebration, because in two weeks it'll be our actual birthday, which will be, you know, 52 weeks and 50... Uh, give or take a year but still 50 sounds like a nice good round number to celebrate uh toddy i feel like i should hand over to you okay. now because you know what sure sort of so yeah as we alluded to uh
1: game. i've made a little quiz just 10 questions nice and short um it's a multiple choice quiz uh if you want to fire off your answers in the chat as well if you're watching along live then we can uh, try and incorporate you into the uh into the game here but i've gone through uh all of our episodes from episode one right up to now um, and picked a few questions. They are either directly or indirectly linked to the show. So it's either something that's part of the show or something that we at least discuss on the show and it's about one of those products. So it's at, at the most uh, obscure, just a mobile fact or something that you guys might know, hopefully. Um, before we start recording, I ask that everyone get a buzzer of their own choosing. Um, the idea will be that I'll read out the question and I'll read out all three answers, and you can only buzz once I've finished reading that third answer. Um, any buzzes before, before then I will not acknowledge uh, but I thought before we kick off could we get um, maybe Dom could we hear your buzzer first please
0: uh yeah
1: nice okay so yeah that came through nice and loud and clear hopefully we don't get any kind of good kind of uh, background noise cancellation happening and, and losing anyone's buzz but that was Chewbacca for yeah. those who weren't aware Um, Samrata so could we get your buzz please <laughs> i'm not sure exactly nice it's okay
3: woohoo. that's that's the Fine. name okay oh, so you've yeah. got
1: chewbacca we got a woohoo or we have an iron <laughs> <laughs> that was a very quiet alan uh probably probably best to hold your phones Could like you not right close to your microphones quiet, yeah. yeah as close as yeah
2: right close That's right. much again. better
1: perfect <laughs> so you've <either> got Chewie <laughs> woohoo or alan
2: uh for your
1: your three buzzers um and with that in mind <laughs>
0: I'm just going to warn everyone before we start that, like, I don't just have a Chewbacca button. I've got a whole Star Wars <laughs> Do you want to give us some other here. buzzes? So if I get bored, this is this. So is I need to listen out for changing. any
1: Star Wars noise I might recognize. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a good <laughs> handicap because I, I did think realize, you know, Dom, you've been in pretty much every episode of Fast Charge, maybe maybe bulb like one or two. Almost. So yeah. You might have a more kind of a tighter working knowledge of everything we cover, but uh, maybe if you have to change <laughs> sounds each time. Uh, it might at least mean, give me more of a challenge. Anyway, um, with that all said, I think uh, we should kick it off. So, um, yeah, I'll read the question, read the three answers, and then yeah, fire off your uh, your answers with your buzzers. So, um, the question one is: What date did episode one of Fast Charge air on YouTube? Is it A February sixth, B February sixteenth, or C February twenty sixth? I think I think I heard Alan. I think I heard Alan first. So, Niron, what's your answer? I'm gonna. Go you are for correct. The sick. It is Feb sick. That was the very first app. Yes, Feb sick. No. So we are not quite on a year, as uh, Dom alluded to at the start of this section. Um, but yeah, not far off.
2: <laughs> I've, I've realized I can't. I can't oh really? I can't okay. Spam press it. <laughs> You've got I really consider when you're going to fire time. it
1: off. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. Shall I keep scores? Uh, internally and um, reveal the winner at the end if if no one can count to 10 in their own i guess um uh, i'll do that okay anyway uh so question two is what was the first episode of fast charge that we streamed live now was it episode 10 which aired on april 9th 2020 episode 27 on august 6th or episode 41 on november 12th last year that's Definitely, definitely heard <laughs> Chewy first there. Uh, I'm
0: going to go with the uh, episode 27. Yes, correct. I think it was you said August, the one
1: 6th, yeah. Episode 27. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Initially, uh, I was going to say what we covered, but I thought that I might give it away because I'm pretty sure that was one of our Samsung unpacks, probably the Note Unpacked breakdown was that episode. Um, uh, okay. Next yeah. up. Uh, in episode two of Fast Charge, we covered the Galaxy Z Flip what important new addition did samsung add to the hinge to make this foldable more resilient was it a a gel b rubber blades or c brushes i haven't heard anyone yet oh i think i heard a very <laughs> quiet alan again so aniron what's your answer
2: <laughs> i'm gonna have a guess i'm afraid it's not blades. i'm gonna give
1: uh, a quick fire off buzz to either of the other two no. oh that was a chewbacca ben.
2: Oh, an They're Ewok called call,
1: okay. Ewok it was something Star wars <laughs> It
0: was the brushes. Uh, I think it's indeed, the brushes. Yes. Uh, they called it like... No. Th- thank you, Inara, and I was torn there between we the blades and the brushes. <laughs> uh, he was your He <laughs> you very happily ruled one out for me. <laughs> I looked at getting
1: uh, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire uh, music for this, but I thought we might get copywritten, so I don't want to risk it.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going close to the wire <laughs> on the Star Wars noises anyway, George so Lucas not making any worse than it
1: is. <laughs> 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 uh yeah, also Alex Edwards, I should say, in the comments also went for brushes, so you nailed it there, Alex. Well done. Okay, episode uh question four, excuse me. Episode sixteen. Saw us dissect which new OnePlus feature? Was it A, wireless charging, B, an X-ray camera mode, or C, Zen mode? Woohoo, Samrata, what's your <laughs> guess?
3: I wanna say wireless I'm afraid it party. wasn't,
1: I'm gonna give it to the other two. Oh, Oh, out? I missed the question Okay, well it's great, great because both of you wanted it again, so you didn't hear it properly. In episode 16, (laughs) uh, what OnePlus feature did we discuss? Was it wireless charging, an X-ray camera, or Zen mode? Alan? (laughs) Ah, (laughs) me to it. It was. It was the 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 questionable infrared X-ray camera mode color filter that OnePlus had built into the, I think it's the OnePlus 8 Pro explicitly um so yeah you get that one uh, a good try some Martha, though nonetheless so well done there for, for getting in first under the wire um and again alex is smashing it more Liam as well with the previous question um you've both been correct so far so that's that's one for one or two for two depending on where you're at um okay episode uh, question five in episode 24 we kicked the show off by talking about oppo's new fast charges but what wattage was the fastest of the charges it released did you hear that question okay Okay, your three options are yeah. 120 watts, 125 watts, or 144 watts. Oh, I definitely had a Wilhelm <gasps> scream there first and foremost, Dom. <laughs> what was your what's your answer?
0: Uh, I think it's the 120 it is correct. Yes, toy. yes,
1: that was designed to kind of trip people up because 120 yeah. watts is what would. So, no, of course not. That doesn't matter. Right we we're talking now, about I chargers, yeah, not phones charging. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well done. Uh, no one in the comments has, has come through yet, so we'll just move straight on to. Oh yes, um, Alex, Alex well just done, got it on I don't know whether well. it's lag in the chat or whether it's uh, just you're waiting for the answers. But I think <laughs> because of the, the stream lag, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, Alex, and I think you're, you're nailing this quiz. <laughs> yeah, I was just
0: waiting <laughs> to get the correct answer. I mean, and it's post hard to it have it chat, chat. Wait, <laughs> but I'm glad that
1: you are trying, so it's appreciated. Um, okay, question uh, six. Uh, in episode twenty-seven, we talked about um, the revival of BlackBerry. But what is the name of the company looking to bring back the berry? Is it A. Research in Mobility, two, or B. Excuse me, BlackBerry Mobility, or C. Onward Mobility? <laughs> I think I heard Dom Star Wars noise genericness first. Oh, there we go. Tuscan yeah. Rain. Nice.
0: <laughs> uh Correct. On mobility
1: i thought it was the the least blackberry sounding one of the bunch but uh oh. it also happens to be yeah the texas <laughs> startup uh we're expecting it sometime this year
0: you threw me a little bit with the yeah R-I-M yeah i thought i'd stuff, go for sort yeah. of
1: a, a reference but not quite
0: i do have the benefit that i had to look that up uh. just like two weeks ago because i was interviewing uh, the planet computers people and wanted to. Oh, of course, them on of course. I thought about black
1: Fair play, and also Alex again in the uh, in the comments nailed it as well. Well done, Alex. Um, okay, question seven. Uh, in episode thirty-four, we looked at the announcement of the Samsung Galaxy S twenty FE. How many colors does the S twenty FE come in? Is it four, six, or eight? Oh, Alan, a Niron, straight ah, in there. Alan! <laughs> You are correct. Go it is six. It is uh, lavender, green, blue, white, red, and orange. Uh, no black. There's always a black phone. It's so annoying.
0: So. I, I can even picture the key art for that it. Fans, I can picture that, that yes. circular layout they had. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I was I was basically picturing that in my head as I count how many phones. <laughs> nice. <I had. laughs>
1: um, okay. Uh, yeah, and Alex again in the comments. At the moment I think he's he's missed the question. He's he's nailing it again. So Alex is is I think. He's got the best score so far, (laughs) if that's possible. Um, Question eight is the following episode. So episode 35 saw us break down the Pixel 5. What dedicated chip did Google leave out in the move from the Pixel 4 to the Pixel 5? Was it the Pixel Neural Core, the Pixel Visual Core or the Pixel AI Core? Is that, I saw a wolf, I heard a wolf whistle. Like, a, who was that? that was I thought it was R2. I wasn't sure if it was another Selection woohoo adjacent noise. Samrata. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I am
0: really confusing things here. Uh, I think it was the neural core. It is the neural core. There it
1: was now? also a visual core prior to that since the Pixel 2 and 2XL, yeah. but it did not endure. They swapped it out for the, uh, yeah. the neural core and then the Pixel 5, they were like, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, okay, and yeah, Neural. Yeah, that, we'll take that, Alex, in the comments. N-U-R-E-L, it still counts. I still know what you're getting at. So yeah, well done there. Um, and then question nine. In episode 40, um, we talked all about the Xbox Series S and X. We talked a bit about Galaxy S21 rumors and one other phone. What was that phone? <laughs> wow. It's okay, though. It's, it's, you could maybe kind of... I was hoping that the timing of this, you could figure it out roughly based on the timing. So, yep. was it the mm-hmm. Moto G okay. Pro, yep. the Moto G9 Play, or the Moto G9 Power? <laughs> no,
3: that's mean. I wow. I wanna... Okay, I Sorry, didn't hear the buzz, but I'll take it as no <laughs> yeah, one else yeah. is stepping I wanna up I want to say then. the power. You going I with wanna the, power? the power? I want to say the power.
1: That's correct, Samaritan, yeah. you did, yeah. I, I felt as well, you have since <laughs> reviewed that phone, um, so I thought that was that was a good question for you, but I'm glad you were on to, to pick that one up.
0: I would have gotten that wrong. I was oh, really? Because the, the
1: Pro was the stylus-driven one that yeah. I reviewed like halfway through the year last year, um, but the, the name is so confusing uh, when they introduced the, just the Gs without the numbers that I thought it was a good one to throw in. Um, okay, we're on the last question, guys. Uh, it is... Um, <laughs> and also... Uh, Just before I jump into that question, Alex, oh, oh, he was doing so well, (laughs) or she, sorry, I don't know, but yeah, the play, yeah, close but no cigar, I'm afraid it was, but I mean, I still, you know, you're still a winner in our hearts, Alex. (laughs) Right, final question, Uh, and for this, I looked to the final episode of 2020, which is all about... Um, uh, your Christmas wish lists, and also your kind of predictions for the year ahead. But in that, um, as two of the people in the stream were in that episode, I've kind of not included what you guys were talking about, but Lewis was also there. And he made a kind of flippant mention of one of the things he'd really love to get from a company. Uh, what was the, the, the thing that Lewis wanted most for Christmas? Uh, was it A, a luxury gold iPhone? Was it B, a Tesla? Or was it C, an Asus Predator Thronos gaming cockpit? Oh, I think that was a woohoo.
3: I'll it say was a Tesla. Tesla.
1: Yes, you clinched it. You got final question. Well done, Samata. <laughs> <laughs> well played, everyone. Uh, and I'm just going to give Alex a second to see if he pops in. Is he going to redeem himself? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Dead air. <laughs> well, whilst Alex <laughs> typing? In? We're waiting for the chat to catch up. Yes, he nailed it, Tesla. Awesome. Well done. I think nine out of ten ain't bad, Alex. So thank you so much for joining along in the chat there um uh, looking back it's it's pretty consistent uh win of an iron dom dom an iron dom dom with some of throwing in some curples left and right but overall i'm pretty sure dom <laughs> takes the crown for our first uh maybe only quiz i don't know <laughs> of fast charge but for the fast charge up to 250 quiz dom you are the winner congratulations
0: a round of applause for dom <laughs> no, quietly because well, we don't you. have people cool audio <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I didn't speech. uh, No, uh, a speech. But I can just end it with a with a brief. (laughs) What
1: was that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I came out. That sounded really bad. That was a. It sounded real
1: bad uh, and definitely not what it was supposed to.
0: Real bad. I could even tell as it happened. I was like, "Oh, that's bad quality. That's not going to work." Yeah. No. I mean, I'm I'm glad I redeemed myself. I I think, as you said, having been in probably like 47 of the 50 episodes, I might would have been a little concerned if I'd yeah like there was that
1: one that fun episode where too many people were off or ill and so just an iron it was you and I trying to talk for an hour about I think one phone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we did it <laughs> <laughs> we uh, did yeah it was, yeah, for sure. was, it, it was really days, nice actually building this quiz to kind of look back through some of the stuff we covered or just some of the moments you know kind of I don't expect we'll have a greatest hits edited together anytime soon but it was still great to you know all the stuff we've got um, from previous shows and just, you know, being able to get people from the office in who haven't been on live streams before or, or just on the show generally. So Marta, how many, did you say before we started today, you'd only done one episode previously? And this Probably, is your... Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I feel like, I just want to say in my defense, I was majorly like disadvantaged in this place because I've only ever done it's okay, then, now... one other show.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah absolutely. absolutely. And you won the last one, which is arguably the most important one. Number 10 is always the most important question. So you get p- extra points there, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I, I feel like we should do this going forward, or at the very least, you know, give people a chance to to practice and, and brush up in case we decide to do one in the future, maybe. It, it depends <laughs> what I guess the chat says.
0: We're just going to keep people on the toes at, <laughs> at any moment. We might just get there on <laughs> the day. Today is a quiz. Just day. mid-episode, lightning <laughs> round. Pop quiz. <laughs> Pop quiz. Go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, this was all, credit uh, credit to Alex, this was thrown together uh, about as well as you could. Cause it was having even said last week. Oh, it's going to be the fiftieth episode. We'll do something fun. <laughs> then this morning, but I said, "Oh, it's the fiftieth episode." And foolishly, I was like, mm, "Maybe fun. someone should do a oh, quiz." Do something fun now. <laughs>
1: that someone was obviously going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. It meant I didn't have to worry about not knowing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well you, well done, thank hours. you so much for being my guinea pigs. I think it worked well, Good. and I think we can take the format <laughs> forward for future episodes. Maybe, maybe for the one year anniversary, someone else can, can put something together. Yeah, true. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, you know, I think for, for the one year, we may just you know quietly acknowledge it and move on because you know. Yeah. True. I do so many quizzes. <laughs> but uh, we've got we've got till number 100 then to uh, figure out something something special for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone. Thank you for everyone who's who's watching and listening along and has uh, stuck with us from the beginning. We are gonna keep going. Hopefully, here till number 100. Uh, we are gonna keep looking around and playing around with the format. One of the things I think we're gonna start introducing is a little bit more uh, quick fire news going forward. You know, we have this format where we cover three things in depth, and we like that. But It means there's so many little bits of news we just don't get to cover until they're you know kind of all get clumped together and the way the industry works is you just get random smatterings of phone leaks into sort of the drips and drabs until suddenly there's enough to really talk about in one go. But uh, we'll probably do a little quick fire news thing and stuff like that. If anyone has any other thoughts on things they would like fast charge to do as we move into phase two of the fast charge cinematic universe, uh, please, please let us know in the comments and we will, we will start playing around with it. Uh, and until then we will be back next week for yeah, episode 51 what, what, anything
1: planned special for 51 any any big topics coming in I can't think of anything that springs to mind that we're, we're expecting
0: no there's no. not a single phone launch confirmed over the next week there's absolutely mm. nothing we know about um, so maybe we'll just have nothing to talk about and we'll really think god it would have be been great if we could <laughs> fill 15 minutes with a quiz uh, but uh maybe we'll probably can't do that two weeks I don't know <laughs> 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 uh but yeah we will be back whether there's news or not we'll find something to do uh until then thank you to everyone thank you goodbye. bye bye bye